Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Kumo tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. First and goal from the seven. Barkley takes, play action fake, looks into the end zone, fires short, he's got a man open, and it is Dawkins! Touchdown, Buffalo! Deion Dawkins, touchdown! Who are these guys? Who are these guys? The Bills with a seven-yard touchdown pass to Deion Dawkins! I, I don't know where this playbook showed up, but they rewrote it this week. There's no question about it. Another one. Shady McCoy lines up wide left, and now he'll motion into the backfield. There's the snap. Barkley out of the gun, looks to his left. Waiting, steps up in the pocket, fires into the end zone, and it is caught for a touchdown. Zay Jones right in the middle of the end zone. Touchdown, Buffalo. Oh, no. We suck again. Another kneel down for Matt Barkley. Matt Barkley wins his first start. 
as quarterback for the Buffalo Bills. The deal down there, we're down in the final 30 seconds here, and the Bills come out on top today. An improbable win, Mark, with everything that went on with the new faces in the lineup, but there Hope it is. Fast. The clock winding down, 20 seconds left, and the Bills are going to win it 41-10. to 10. Jets, yo! Trash. Garbage. Got anything else? That's Trash. It? No, oh, that's all we need. I can read off is some it? of the stats for you if you that's want. I can, no, 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 we can go in a, a deep, deep no, breakdown no. and possession by possession. We can talk about the fact that Barkley hadn't thrown a pass since 2016. Where do you want to start? How about, how about this? There's so many different things I could say, but I'll just start right here. Matt Barkley hadn't played in two years. Yeah. The first play of the game was a 47-yard pass mm-hmm. to a guy the Bills signed off the practice squad mm-hmm beating our $72 million cornerback in one-on-one coverage. Now, we know this. That's the first play of the game. Yeah, we always know the backup quarterback or a guy like Barkley who'd just been signed off the street uh, not too many, not too too much earlier. Uh, They're going to find a guy that they've worked second, third unit with and and find a little success and maybe throw the ball downfield. And let's face it, you were just expecting them to tuck it in the gut of Shady McCoy, which they did with regularity. Made sure. him look like a superstar and again. And he was great. Turned back the clock yeah. a decade there. He's uh, like, oh, but like from Matt Barkley, what do I always love? I love guys that ha- have, don't have to have a conscience because they know they're not long-term solutions. Matt Barkley's like, I'm going to take the check, and I'm going to wing the ball around, this... and then we're going to have some fun. And that's exactly what they did, and they stomped all over uh, you. I, you know, I, I got to be honest. I didn't see that coming. But no, you know I don't what? think anybody did. I should have seen it coming. That's the whole thing. I should have seen it coming. I should have seen that. He's trash. After, you know, here's the thing. Okay. <laughs> Sam Darnold did not play yesterday. He's trash. Unless you're talking about Todd Bowles referring to himself in the third person, that's the only way you can play. He's trash. Because well, Sam I mean, Darnold didn't play. We're working on a video component whereby he's it trash. is Todd he's Bowles trash. looking into the mirror, and he's not going Stuart Smalley. No, no, no. It's demotivational speaking now because he realizes he's got a dumpster fire and then some. It's the hands. royal he. It's the, it's the whole team. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it is. playing stupid. Um, I thought I played stupid football yesterday. And- okay, Just no, stupid no, football. Not yesterday. Well, that, no, was, that was the week before. But it's a continuation. It's, you know, it's a fall off from that. I mean, it's a continuation from 1970. <laughs> hey, you had a lot of hope. And I tell you all the time, hope's a dangerous thing. Because right now, I'm feeling feeling pretty good about where the Bears are sitting. But hope, hope sometimes comes and kicks you in the face. You got all excited after the first episode of look. Sam, 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 Sam. Look, and you're look. dancing He's around trash. the studio. And you're all okay. peacocking all over the place. And he got worse. And he got worse. And he got worse. And he was completing fewer than 50% of his passes. Worse, and then he got better. And then he got worse. And he got better. And then he was worse. That's and worse. And worse. And then he and then and then there's games. a phantom injury. <laughs> Matt Barkley. <laughs> and then Matt Barkley comes Who? in. Yeah, and Matt he Barkley. beats you like a drum. I need to call all my timeouts at once it? here to start the show. This is like, this is like one of those when uh, uh Greg Popovich calls a timeout like right after the first offensive set because he's not happy. Timeout. Whoa, and Greg Popovich doesn't like what he just saw. Timeout Spurs. Well, we'll be back right after this. Or or the angry quarterback after an intercept. Well, oh, he'd like to have that one back. This yeah, is no, that's this. <laughs> okay, there's so many things that I could say about how awful the Jets are. He's that trash. You could say, and you, there's so <laughs> many things, and you would be right about all mm-hmm. of them. And there's nothing I can. It was that is one of those losses that when you think about worst losses in the history of the franchise, that's suddenly up in the top five or seven. I don't mean like. Worst loss is like, oh, like we had a chance to go to the Super Bowl and we lost. I mean, like, wow, 
where you just showed up and were not competitive and you embarrassed the entire organization. That's one of those top five all-time losses. The Bills had scored 96 points the first nine bleeping weeks. Mm -hmm. They had 31 points in the first two quarters against the Jets. Matt Barkley. This is, could have been Iran Barkley. Charles Barkley would have had a big day. Barkley, Barkley from Soap would have had a good day. I'm running out of Barkleys. Barkley was the 80s. dog on Punky Brewster, too, wasn't he? Uh, Could have been was Saquon. Could have been Saquon. Yeah, oh, suddenly now. Oh, so glad we got Saquon, Barkley. Everybody wants Sam Donald at number three pick, but we got Saquon. Let's now. see. Yeah. Saquon's at uh, 68 total yards on 17 touches tonight. Yeah, that's more than the, the Jets 49ers had yesterday. are up 2010. <laughs> it took a long time for the Jets to get to those numbers. But this shows you, number one, the fact they didn't fire Todd Bowles today. I really thought they would because this clearly – the team is not playing for him. They don't care anymore. They can say NFL Week Ten. We like Todd. We ah oh, ride with Coach B. All of these things. Even Deb Carson wants to get in and yell at me about the Jets right now. Everybody's getting in. Just a reminder of how terrible Week Ten like, was for your Jets. What, what does Joe Pantoliano say in Midnight Run? You're telling me to go blank myself. He's telling everybody's telling me to go blank myself. All right, so that sounds about right. All right, fine. I'll take it because it happened. If you have hate in your heart, let it out. Of <laughs> course. Jason and his Jets. Todd Bowles is going to – and I'm here for you because things are worse for my team than they are for your team. Well, you might as well let him coach at this point. Nobody's uh, trying. So well, you can fight all the way. You you and you will have Todd Bowles and, and John Gruden fight for the number one pick. Oh, we'll get to John Gruden in a couple minutes. We'll Come on in Gruden. if you will. But here's here the – The Hammond Civic Center. Just Come on. because he didn't get fired today. He's going to get fired – at the end of the season. He will be fired the minute the bus lets him off after the last game of the season. He will be let go, and the Jets will have to go to somebody else. Number one, because he's a bad coach, because they still make bad mistakes. They still don't get up for games. In a game they all said all week long, oh, this is it. we'll turn our season around here. we got to get to four and six and all of these things, blah, blah, blah. Blah, 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 blah. And look what happens. They don't care about playing. Their body language is terrible. Look, that's what's going to happen. He's going to get fired. He just didn't get fired now because there's nobody to make the coach. What are you going to make? Carl Durrell, the head coach? He was Anybody's terrible at UCLA. Better. Well, I mean, for a minute, you could have hired Hugh Jackson, but because, no, he, he I, went I home. I really thought that would happen. I, they, I can't believe we don't have John Gruden. Hey, let's make that trade. But this shows you, okay, the dangers of tanking. When you tank, you risk losing the team because there's always a part of a season where a team knows, all right, this is not going to be our year. We're playing for 2019. Anybody, you could see the Jets are playing for 2019. They got $100 million in in, in money for next year, most in the NFL. They drafted Sam right. Darnold. They're not playing for this year. You can fool yourself in the beginning of the season. Todd Bowles could fool everybody and say, listen, we're playing. We're going to try to make a run of the playoffs this year, and it's great, and it works out, and you can convince yourself for a little while but eventually, you're going to just pull the plug. And what happened after the loss to Miami, in which they allowed seven first downs the entire game and 160 yards of offense, and they lost to Brock Osweiler, because now that makes losing to Brock Osweiler and Matt Barkley in back-to-back weeks. That was the breaking point for the Jets. Well, they, the never showed up. Yeah. they never showed up after that. Yeah, and, but that's you... the, and that's the danger of tanking, is that eventually you're going to lose players. It's not young players don't really care about getting out there, showing who they are for next year. It's not like the NBA. It's not like Major League Baseball. This is the NFL. It's like, you know what? My, my shelf life as a player, I got to preserve it, and there's no reason why I need to go crazy and pre- preparation goes out the window and actually caring and being on the field. That When you get to the point where, okay, we've done as much as we can do with this really bad roster, and now we're done. So that's exactly what you saw. The Jets just didn't care anymore. After the Dolphins game, where they thought, that's what we're going to do. We're going to win 
beat Miami. They were going to beat Buffalo. We're back. we we'll be 500. We're back in the playoff chase. All the other teams are around 500. That was the breaking point, and now they've quit. And now it's just, they're just going to meander their way to the end of the season. I don't know if they win another game. I mean, maybe they could wind up. Num- the Giants and Raiders may win games before the Jets do. You got 53 guys. Now, some of them have gotten paid. Some of them got their, their big money, like you said. You know, this guy signed off the street beating mm-hmm. your cornerback. That's fine. But overall, NFL players still have to play. You tank by putting together the worst 53 that you can and just realize mm-hmm. that you're going to run it into the ground. Uh, you know, Trenton Cannon, Elijah McGuire, Isaiah Crowell. Let's have three running backs. Let's not trust any, anybody. All young players. You got a bad offensive line that had but, about, but the about a week and a half. You no, have but to, they're you still have trying. To keep, no, but they're but you, bad. No, but you have to put it's, – it's, it's not about showing up on Sunday going, I'm not going to try to tackle this guy. It's, all, it's the week leading up to it. It's the preparation. It's the desire. It's the difference between – being mentally prepared as you can for a game and going out and executing as just sitting around all week and then going out right. and playing on Sunday. That's, you, all, that's all the Jets did was they tried to go out there and make plays on Sunday when clearly they didn't care about doing so and all the preparation leading up to it. And when they didn't make plays, they didn't seem to care about well, it. No, that's but, the other thing. But, but, you saw them all sitting on the bench. Nobody cared. Well, you're resigned to the fact that you're going to lose, but this is still the tape that's going to keep you or get you another job. Because a lot of these guys will not be here whatever the next regime is. There's going to be a lot of rotation here, and this is going to be a game tape that a lot of scouts and a lot of coaches are going to focus but on saying, what do we got? A, but it's about the preparation that goes into it, and you need to be able to – you can't just walk into a game and go, okay, I don't really care, but now I'm going to take over on Sunday. Isaiah Crowell needs people to block for him, and the offensive sure. line need to be able – And you need a coach that they still want to listen exactly, to. Exactly, but when, when you that's – that's what I say. That's what I'm saying. The dangers of tanking is when you do this, this is what it's inevitably going to be because you will get to the point of no return right, for But why, why do you not show him the door now? Even if you don't have another great option there. Because now what you'll be Cause, doing – Because you're wasting your time. You have – This is college exactly and a buyout. Because you have Sam Darnold coming back, and he, if you get rid of Todd Bowles, you're getting rid of Jeremy Bates, who not only is the offense coordinator, but he's the quarterback's coach. Sure, but Josh McCann, terrible. But, he's but, terrible. But Sam Darnold shouldn't but, see the field gonna, the rest of the season if he's legitimately hurt. Out there. No, he's not. I told you last week he wasn't legitimately hurt. They you're, kept you're him not, out this are week. you a doctor? They kept him out this week. He's already out of the walking boot. Oh, really? What a surprise. Out of the walking boot. I would put him, him right week. back in after this. They, <laughs> are you kidding? They, they kept him out this week. Because they thought, we're going to beat the Bills. We just have to not throw interceptions, and Sam Darnold can press reset. And then, what happened? We're going to sit back and watch what happened 41-10, and now that is not exactly what we thought was going to happen at all. So they tried to be smart and go, well, Josh McCann will beat the Bills, and instead it turned out to be 41-10 because everybody quit. I would have put him in a hard cast, no, and there's, there's no question preparing. about it. He's Every, they all say the same things. No, but he's got, he's got to come back and play because he's not in danger of getting hurt. He's been. Oh, he's in danger. He's now he's behind that line. Hurt. He's fine. He, you know, he, he's escaped. He can make plays. He, Jets are the only team, the Jason, that are worse than the Raiders. Uh, I, I don't know about that. Yeah, you are. I don't well, know. Oh, about yeah. That. After uh, yesterday. No, no, no. Matt Barkley doesn't beat the Raiders. No, no, no. I don't know that we are. Uh, that, that we're th- not worse th- than the, the Raiders. three of us and eight people that know. we pick off the street could beat the Raiders. I don't right know. Now. Jets easily the worst team in the NFL. Uh oh. After yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. We're the worst team. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I said I don't know who another game. Who are we gonna beat? Gonna play the Patriots twice. Probably yeah. going to play the Bills again, and this one's going to be in Buffalo. And Matt Barkley by then will have worked a month. He'll be ready. Oh, this is this is how it is. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. 
on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The day after the latest Raider loss, a very uninspired 20-6 defeat at the hands of the red-hot Los Angeles Chargers, we had a plethora of stories surrounding the Raiders today. Number one, Mark Davis, owner of the Raiders, said, listen, stop with all the Khalil Mack stuff and John Gruden. It was my decision to trade Khalil Mack. Yeah, right. It was my decision to trade... Kalamek. Kalamek. Kalam. Oh, oh, that's a spate. Kalamek. Kalil. Kal. 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 Ilmak. Not Kal-il- often. Not often. The owner wants Kal- to be the fall guy. Kalil. Kalil. Hey, blame me. Whoever. Look, that's who this is. Uh, Mark Davis says I'm the guy that wanted to trade Khalil Mack. No, right. Not John Gruden. Yeah, he wanted to do it. Well, the follow the follow up question is obviously okay. Um, <laughs> did you just not want payroll at all? Is that is that the deal? They didn't want anybody a with talent. Or B, that makes makes good money on, on your team? This is how much Mark Davis loves John Gruden right now. Hey, I'll take the bullet for you on, on Khalil Beck. I'll do that for you. Because here's the thing, though. Like, in, in all of this process, right, the the trade of Khalil Mack, and, and then you you got the third round, gave up a third round pick to get Martavis Bryant, throw a flyer at him. So you've been so disjointed as to exactly what you're trying to accomplish this season. Oh, they don't. Even, no, we they, bring people. Guys, oh, we, we bring guys in. Are we? What, and then wait, wait, no, no. You, you just chose poorly repeatedly, and then you got rid of the guy who who should have been the foundation and cornerstone of what you're building. You had Derek Carr say after the game, "There's disharmony in the locker room. Players aren't getting along." One unidentified Raider player <laughs> told a member of the media, "I got to get the blank out of here." This is how bad it is in Oakland. Was it Jordy Nelson before he retired? (laughs) Might have been Derek Carr. Hey, listen, but now I'm off the record, okay? (laughs) Now pretend I'm wearing like a trench coat and a hat. It's not, you know, now I'm just, I got to get the blank out of here. Because he does. But you see how bad things are. And I'll tell you, this is exactly how it's going to end for John Gruden in Oakland. Whether it's a year from now, whether it's 18 months from now, whatever it is, John Gruden is going to be bought out by Mark Davis probably when the when the big money first starts coming in from Vegas and they're going to buy him out and they're going to move on. That's how it's going to go. Clearly, the NFL has passed John Gruden by. And we say it all the time and there's different ways. It's not just an antiquated offensive system. It's dealing with players, it's dealing with the media, it's dealing with the locker room. The players are different now than 9 years ago when John Gruden was last in, in a locker room. Everything is different. A whole generation of NFL players has come and gone. And you can have five quarterbacks in your room. All right, Tim Tebow, tell me what you like to do on this play right here. And that's great. Oh, I talked to another quarterback. That doesn't mean you can figure things out for the rest of a team. And it's clear that John Gruden can't do it. And the tanking and the and the and the lack of ownership and everything else that's gone along with it. Do you have any confidence that John Gruden is gonna is the guy to lead the Raiders out of this? Of course not. But you're locked into him. You gave him hundred million dollars. Wouldn't give Khalil Mack hundred million, but you gave John Gruden hundred million dollars. But eventually, it's going to be we just have to move on. Something it it that's where this is going to end. There's no suddenly rosy scenario in which after this year John Gruden rebuilds the Raiders from the ashes because he's never done it before. He's never he's never been a guy that's picked and cultivated talent and and put it on the field and said, okay, great, here's how great my guys are. He's never done it. And it's clear he doesn't know how to value who was at worst the second best defensive player in the NFL in Khalil Mack. Doesn't know how to value that. Doesn't know how to value his quarterback and how to deal with him. Nothing. 
He knows nothing about how to build, and he and he wants to do it. He's all this is trying to buy himself time, so I can get all the way down to the bottom, and I can you know say, listen, we had to strip it all down, so I get a free year. Then I get another free year because it's my first year with the new guys. Then I get one more free year because we're working towards something. Then in the third year, suddenly it's the fourth year of his deal, and he's done nothing, and it's like all I'm doing, I'm just trying to keep this going. I'm keep this going, keeping this payday coming in, and everything is great. The NFL has passed him by, and eventually they're going to buy him out of that contract, and it's going to happen sometime in the next year, 18 months, because clearly he does not know what it takes to run a franchise, especially when he's the guy calling the shots. They gave a guy with no experience doing something, hasn't done it for nine years, they gave him the keys to the kingdom. That's like when the Jets said, hey, Jeremy Bates, you're walking the earth out of football. Come be the guy to and be the quarterback's coach and the OC for our franchise quarterback. The decisions some teams make just are mind-boggling sometimes. Well, and that's why they continue to spiral towards the bottom of a toilet bowl. And that's exactly what we should play at the end of the season for the number one pick. Two worst teams uh, get it done once and for all. Uh, let's see who can tank more. But the fact of the matter is you, you brought in assets. Like you had brought it before you traded Khalil Mack. You started building what you thought was going to be a competitive team, or at least that's how it was positioned. And then immediately didn't about face, got rid of your, your most talented player and started to look at the, the question was whether Mark Davis just didn't have the money liquid and, and they didn't have the ability to pay him. So that's a that's a whole other storyline that that flows out of this, right? And and everybody talking about the genius move. Gruden over the course of his tenure went out of his way to sledgehammer anything Reggie McKenzie had touched. Yet he's still employed by the team. He's an empty suit still Somebody's, sitting there. How about you show you know some why? pride and walk no, away? No, no, no. You know why he's there? So John Gruden has someone to at least make people think, "Oh, I'm not making all the decisions." Well, I'm no, because remember, all of this. now remember, you are making because now who else can be making him, John? If you're not doing no, because that's the thing they did, right? Because they they went out of their way to praise him. The last deal they made, I was like, oh, it was all the brains of of Reggie McKenzie that got this done. But it's it's just become a, a spiraling, you know, cesspool. Look, I'd rather be the, as bad as I'd rather be the Jets than the Raiders. Yeah, you have no idea what I the mean, size of really, this contract yeah. is, right? Rumored a hundred million could be higher. Could be percentage points, could be part ownership. There's a lot that go to this. But now you've got a guy who's got all these draft picks and everybody talks, oh, this is all fine and good. Do we know that he's going to make any of the right moves? <laughs> and with all the cap money they will have, that they'll spend it wisely? There's no history to suggest that's the case. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. As we told you, Back in January, when the whole big story broke about how the Patriots don't like each other and Belichick hates Brady and Brady hates Belichick and, and Belichick doesn't like Bob Kraft for siding with Tom Brady, all of this stuff, we told you, watch. This is the last year of the Patriots dynasty. Well, that was you. Someone should write a book. and Well, I'm trying to give you credit, buddy, but that's okay. No, that's I'll a, take no, it. No, this no, this, this one's all you. This was all me. Yeah. Uh, this is the last year of the Patriots dynasty. They will still play really well. But it will be the last year where they are big-time threats before they need an overhaul, before Tom Brady decides, I got one more year, or I fall off the cliff a little more, or Bill Belichick says, you know what, screw you, I'm going to leave and wait and go coach the Giants. Whatever it is, last year of the Patriots dynasty. And that's exactly what it's been so far. Rob Gronkowski didn't want to play. He didn't show up in the spring. Tom Brady was pissed off, didn't show up in the spring. They started out. 
bumpy road, but then they win a couple of games in a row. They beat the Chiefs, and suddenly it's, oh, yeah, this is this is great. This is going to be – now they're back. Now they're back. And what happened? They get absolutely housed by the Titans on Sunday, so much so that Deion Lewis, former Patriot, now who signed a big contract with the Titans, gave the reason why the Titans were able to beat the Patriots so badly yesterday. Yeah, it was a real sweet win, you know, uh, especially when you used to be there and they didn't want to bring you back. So uh, definitely real sweet. I'm happy my teammates came out and played, and I love these guys. So it is a little personal. Hell yeah, it's personal. <laughs> That's what happens when you go cheap. You get your ass kicked. When you go cheap, you get your ass kicked. You I won like a game that. in week 10. I like that, though. I, I like the bravado. Don't get you me wrong. You go cheap, you get your ass kicked. James White was the Patriots' first half MVP. Doesn't matter. He's Doesn't the matter. same guy. No, no, come on. Let's just focus the on what same, he said. No, he's Let's just same. focus on what no, Deion Lewis said. I, I like you bravado. You go cheap, you get your ass kicked. <laughs> this all makes sense now, guys. No wonder the Jets get their ass kicked every week. <laughs> well, they are hoarding money for the future. Uh, but this is the thing with the Patriots. What did we see yesterday? They're losing to teams. They lost to teams who are really good. They've lost to teams with matchup problems. They've lost to teams that have former coaches on staff. When did they get beat the worst this year? By Matt Patricia. Now they get beat yesterday by Mike Vrabel. It happens. When you're physical with the Patriots, you can beat them. It didn't used to happen. None of this stuff used to happen. But just like anything else in this world, Everything has its own natural shelf life. The Patriots have been able to keep this going now for almost 20 years, which is insane. It's absolutely insane. But the bottom is starting to come to the point for the Pats. Tom Brady is still really good. Has he fallen off a little bit this year? He has. He's not quite the same quarterback. He used to be able to get by without Rob Gronkowski. Didn't matter. Now, maybe he can't get by without Rob Gronkowski. He's being slowed. Eventually, you realize you're making excuses for the pain. Well, but this happened. But but this happened. Oh, but this happened. But this happened. No. They're going to win the AFC East this year because the rest of the teams are terrible. But with all the internal strife and stuff that went on that, that, was, that bookended the beginning of this season, and now here you are seeing that they're not quite the dominant team. I can't see them going into Pittsburgh and winning. I can't see them going into Kansas City and winning in the playoffs. Even though they beat them once, they're not going to go into Kansas City and win. If I put the over-under for Patriots playoff wins at one and a half, I, I, I would take the under. I don't. Can they win one playoff game? Yeah, when they play opening weekend against a wild card team. Yeah, I can see them winning one playoff game opening. But can they win the divisional playoff game? Again, I can't see them going into Pittsburgh, going into Kansas City, and winning games like this. I can't see them doing it. Well, one of the biggest things as you go into this this season and and you look at the what the Patriots have done and and this loss against the Titans, give the Titans some credit. They're actually the best scoring defense in the National Football League. Ahead of this game and coming out of this game, they, they've been wildly inconsistent and confusing on offense on a week-to-week basis. Mariota the last two weeks looking like the guy we saw a couple of years ago. But you look at defensively, Vrabel's had him, coached him up pretty well almost every game this season. They've come to play and they've put together a, a really good effort. But you go over overall, you, you got some of the issues that they used to be able to bounce right through with Gronkowski missing a game or two. Well, now you're talking multiple weeks and you're not sure where he is physically. And he looked like he was laboring even when he was on the field early in the season. You're talking about a running back by committee approach. You missed Michelle. He didn't miss a lot of time, but you're, you're changing your offense a little bit there. You brought in Josh Gordon and you've hit on a couple of deep balls, but the timing there is certainly not the same. And yes, father time catches everybody. I don't know why they're still throwing passes to Brady uh, on a 
semi-regular basis, but that's a whole other thing. And defensively, one thing that can't be dismissed in all this, you didn't bother to sign a guy who knows how to rush a passer at all. They, they have no pass they rush, used to so be, you can sit they used back. To be able to get by with that. Yeah, but you used to actually have a couple of guys where you could dial but it up. They you can't even dial when the it. Defense was bad. They would still find ways with with tape and 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 getting the other team's plays and all of these no, ways. No, 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 no. They no, could no. Come to on, figure no. out how to put a team together to say, all right, we can do enough. Even though we don't have a great defense, we can do enough to were stop functional. the other team. Yeah, here it's it's been in spurts, and they did enough in that game against Green Bay. And sometimes you play down, in theory, to your level of competition. I don't know what the expectations were. You know, you're talking about the Jets. You know, the Patriots know the division's locked in. Yes, they want to beat Vrabel. I mean, Deion Lewis talking smack after the fact. That's fun. It's a nice story. But the reality is you had other running backs. They went and drafted a guy in the first round who, if Deion Lewis would look, it looks pretty good. He looks like he's a player and on a rookie salary instead of what you're making in Tennessee. You go cheap, you get your ass kicked. And well, for week ten, sure. We'll see you again the next time. But it's it becomes an, an interesting proposition. But again, one loss, and again, everybody wants to bury the Patriots. Oh, Tom Brady stinks. These guys are no good. Hey, let's talk no, more yeah, about no, disharmony. No, but now else. but now they're seven and three, and now they've lost to teams that they shouldn't have lost to. Things have been rockier. Like I said, no, sure. the last year of the Patriots dynasty doesn't mean the Patriots dynasty is over. It means this is the last year of the Patriots dynasty. When they lose in the playoffs, then everything's going to change. I know somebody is is following them so they can write the book, just like they did for the Yankees back yeah, but when they, but they Rivera wrote- gave up the, the big hit to Gonzalez and the Diamondbacks won the Super Bowl, the last year of the Yankee dynasty. Yeah, they, and it's going to be the last year of the Patriots dynasty. Yeah, and they wrote a book before the season about all disharmony where suddenly there's 12 people talking when for 20 years nobody said a word. I'm still not buying it. I'm still saying more, you gave But it. more people are talking. And, and no, at least you have the vis- visually Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski are saying, screw you. We're not, we're not showing up for, oh, why would you for show- OTA. He showed up all the time for OTAs. It's he showed world up order. all the time. Gronkowski wanted to be traded. Everybody hated well, no, him for benching no. Malcolm Butler Gron- in the Super Bowl. Gronkowski wanted to stick around. He wanted to be with Brady. And he wanted, and he wanted more money. And now he, well, now as, I, as, I might want. Why out. wouldn't he want more money? And Don't you want more money? No, of everybody course. wants more but money. Nobody does that but, with the Patriots. But, Rob, but they do Rob it now. Rob Gronkowski's starting to fall apart. That's reality. I mean, he's a guy that might walk away because he retires and goes into more commercials and tie pies. You're hearing. <laughs> Kids, don't eat these. Yeah, Mom Grunk for Tide Pod. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome. And now there's a Tide Wine Box, I believe. That's good. I think so. I dig that. Uh, again, last year, the Patriots Dynasty. Hopefully someone is writing that book because that's exactly what this is going to be. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. After this week... The fifth worst team. The fifth worst team in the NFL. Cleveland! The Chicago Bears. The Bears. I <laughs> gotcha. Now, the fifth worst can't, team. Can't even try to slide that one in. I mean, it's still in the open that we're terrible. Yeah, well, okay. The fifth were, worst yeah. team in the NFL. The Buffalo Bills. Okay. Buffalo Bills come in at number five. Fifth worst team in the NFL. Solid defense. Yes. Uh, Matt Barkley, legend. Uh-huh. Yep. And they cut Peterman, so that's and a win. And Peterman got yeah. cut. Hey, you know I what? I feel bad for that guy. Just to, do you, you know, really, I, though? I do, though. Why? Because he's been a punching bag. He also throws in, in pick a, sixes like a, they're nothing. 
really miserable situation. Now, he could have declined the job offer, I guess. Kind of like Hugh Oh, Jackson. he'll be playing in the American Alliance of American football-ness. Oh, he'll be starting for the Jets next week. <laughs> Peterman versus Christian Hackenberg. Can you wait for that battle? I'm in. Week one of the uh, American Alliance of Republican I'm not Republican saying the guy was football. good. I'm just saying he's been a, you know, people have taken the stick to him quite a bit. Bills are the fifth worst team okay, in the league. Okay, sure. Of course, they had the big 41-10 win yesterday. And all you need to really know is that starting a quarterback who had last thrown a pass in the NFL two years ago. The first play of the game was a 47-yard completion to a guy off the Bills practice squad who beat one of the top cornerbacks in the NFL the Jets just gave $72 million to. Well, the element of surprise was certainly there on that opening play. Let me tell you. He's not going to catch it. Oh, boy, he caught it. The fourth worst team in the NFL making that big leap after the win tonight, the New York Giants. They beat San Francisco. They vault ahead of San Francisco because, you know, they won the game. It was on the road, Monday Night Football and everything. Okay, sure. Giants' fourth worst team. Congratulations, New York Giants. Well, you still actually have some talent on the offensive side of the ball. You'll change your trigger man in the offseason, and we'll see what Pat Shermer can do. It was the fact the fact that Giants are this bad, and, and up until this point, it's been so bad for the Giants that obviously they didn't know how to how to build a team in free agency you know, Pat, uh, Pat Shermer is answering questions like he doesn't even want to be oh, he's the, angry. the podium. He's an angry man. After Eli Manning is done, they completely mismanaged the quarterback position and the offensive line position and basically everything else that's not Saquon Barkley or Odell Beckham. The Giants are still rated ahead of the Jets. All right. That's yeah. how bad it was. The third worst team in the NFL, the San Francisco 49ers. Because, you know, they lost the Giants, so they get to move up ahead. But still, they're the third worst team in the NFL. Okay, you've got your coach. You've got your quarterback locked up. Yeah. You don't know if he's coming back no, healthy or what he is. not at all. Uh, you have a quarterback locked up. And you went and you shuffled in the, in the draft. You found a couple of defensive starters. That's nice. Not world beaters, but guys no. that can fill up the tackle column for your IDP leagues. That's certainly there. Uh, and they did find some value in Matt Breida. An undrafted free agent. So I got to give him credit yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why they're the third worst team yeah, in the Yeah, no, I got to give him some credit there because you got a guy another 100-yard night with a touchdown tonight. Second worst team in the NFL. Yeah. The New York Jets. Okay. Number two with a bullet. And really, there's nothing. This is how bad it is for the team that's the worst team is that normally there would be nothing that could keep the Jets from being the worst team in the NFL after Sunday's Lost to the Bills. The Bills had scored 96 points the first nine weeks of the yeah. season. They had 31 in the first two quarters. The Jets have quit. They've stopped preparing. They've stopped caring. They didn't even care when they were getting their asses kicked on the sidelines. And Todd Bowles is getting fired. Mike McCagnan will probably get fired as well because as How a could GM, he not? he's the worst. He's missed on everybody. He's drafted the right guys in the first round. And that's okay. But he's missed on everybody else. He's missed on all the free agents. He's yeah. terrible. Comes down to this. The reason you're not number one is because you have Sam Darnold and his perfect hair. Yes, we have Sam Darnold. Because the rest of that team, you could shuffle out the other 52. You uh, really could. All 52. Pretty uh, close. I, I kind of like Big Cat and Jamal Adams. All right. I'd want to keep, keep him. two of them. We'll yeah. keep him. Yeah, I'd want to keep Big Cat. All right. So what do we think? Five to ten guys that we, we can build from? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. You, you keep right. five. Then More get reasonable there. Else. Yeah. Right. Get rid of everybody else. Shuffle up and deal. I mean, normally. Flip or flop. After a loss like that, you okay, well, the Jets are the worst team in the NFL. What a dumpster fire. No, 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 no. 
The only thing keeping the Jets from being the worst team in the NFL is, in fact, the worst team in the NFL, the only team in a worse situation, the Oakland soon-to-be San Bernardino, soon-to-be Greater Northern California, San Diego, San Antonio, Las Vegas Raiders. Now, here's what's Pretty interesting, strong. though. We were talking with Jason Luck and Four a little earlier in the show, and and as we break this down, they're they're in an enviable position to some degree. No, they're not. Sure, they are. No, they're not. Poop because fit. money money is waiting for them in Las Vegas. Yeah, okay, but here, Jason Luck and Four even told us this year doesn't matter for the Raiders. Next year doesn't matter for the Raiders. 2020 doesn't even matter for the Raiders. Things won't matter for them until they get to year two in Oakland. Because right, Raider fan, I mean, the money's going to keep flowing. They get their but, cut of the TV revenue. But this Raider is a, fans going with them wherever they're traveling. But they, it doesn't matter. They'll be but with them. saying, hey, we're not going to be good for at least three years. I get that some teams say, listen, this year has to be a teardown year. I get it for the Jets this year had to be a teardown year. We got $100 million in, in, in salary cap. Okay. Let's do it. That's fine. We drafted Sam Darnold. We'll get our guys in the offseason. It's trash. a teardown year. I understand. But to say we're for three years, not know where you're going to play next year, oh, the Raiders, they are so far. It's like there's the Jets, and you think, boy, you're looking all the way down going, man, the Jets are really far at the bottom. The Jets are going, you think it's far to us? Look all the way down where the Raiders are. Now, Forget it. Now, I enjoy the, the fact that you've got at least one veteran player saying, I got to get out of this. <laughs> Jordy Nelson flat out retired. I'm not rehabbing this. I'm done. <laughs> I am out of here. I'm finished. So the fact that he walks away is is the report, right? That, that he's done. The, the fact that he walks away midseason about tells you where you're at, right? <laughs> because this guy busted his tail all those years in Green Bay for him to wave the white flag in the middle of a season. It's kind of a big telling sign of what you got going on there. But long term, look, I don't I don't think this works. Because I don't think that they're going to have the ability to draft the right guys, but they've got the assets, and y- you like the position. I don't think I think where it's going to fail is the excellence of execution. Okay, because I don't believe in in the Gruden prospects. Look, Mark Davis is going to luck into a couple hundred million dollars. Is going to be nice. They're going to be flush with cash. Oh, that's going to be great once they get to Las Vegas. But in and also obviously you're chasing in the division we, that we recognize. But from a Here's what your setup is. If you did have the right guy in the in the office picking the groceries, you've certainly set yourself up pretty well. The problem is you were disingenuous of how you got there in terms of, well, we're playing for now, and you're still saying we want to compete, and this is what we're doing. No, 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 it's a tank job. Just own that it's a tank job and be done with it. That what you evaluated and how you evaluated going towards the season, you got it completely wrong. And once you realized you were completely wrong, you cut bait, you cut those guys loose, and you started looking ahead to Las Vegas. <laughs> but that's the whole point is that how can you say that this team has anything going for it when they don't care about the next three years? It's such the, and it's not that they're just bad. It's that they've taken a team that was pretty competitive two years ago and turned them into a team that now every week is something that you say, I, I can't believe now, this is still now we going did, on. Now, we what, did talk we, about what, that. What that, that, that team a couple years but, ago, but there was a lot, of, a lot of luck and a lot of things went their way. But what, what did we get this week, though? We Just this week, coming off of Sunday, we had Mark Davis doing an interview saying, yeah, it was my call to trade Khalil Mack. You probably even know who Khalil Mack is. I like the fact they that the owner's the name. Who's the guy who said it was my trade? What, what's his last name? 
Jack, what's his name? Jack? No. Ma- oh, Mac. Mac, right. What do you think, Gruden game? I think you're going to be the fall guy for this. I'm not taking any more heat. I'm the, <laughs> I, it, I'm the guy that wanted to trade Lester Hayes. And then Gruden's laughing, going, ah, I made him say Lester Hayes like he's still on the team. So you had Mark Davis say it was his idea when really you know it wasn't. You have Derek Carr saying there's disharmony in the locker room, guys aren't getting along, and you have one unnamed Raider saying, I got to get the blank out of here. I mean, that's just this week. It's like it's like the American political scene. You think, oh, my God, I'm so overwhelmed with stuff in politics. You go, this happened and this happened and this happened. You go, this is just since Monday. It's the same thing with the Raiders. This happened and this happened. This is just since Sunday. This That's how an, bad it is. This is another show on our network, on our station. <laughs> We're talking 24-hour programming. Come on, this is a reality show waiting to happen in terms of how this is being orchestrated. But when you, you count it down, yes, right now there's a lot of uncertainty and misery, Gruden, whatever that contract is, I think the only thing we know is it's 10, 10 years. Beyond mm-hmm. that, there's a lot, lot of questions as to what the dollar amount is. But you, you've got Vegas off in the distance, and as Mark Davis talked about, you want to be loyal to the, to the fans while you've already, that, that ship's already sailed, so don't, don't claim that. And you're certainly not looking to put the product on. So you're talking out of both sides of your mouth. That, that's the problem I have with it. It's like, you know, just own up, right? We've got a lot of assets, and hopefully by the time we get to Vegas, we hit the ground running. But yeah, the but next that, two years are going to be miserable it's, it's, and get it may over be it. be more than that. That's No, real, sure. That's because really you're also banking, But you're also banking on getting all of those right. Because to use the baseball analogy, right? Yeah. People, people get all beside themselves. Look at all the homegrown players for the, the Cubs. Look at all the homegrown players for the Astros. Look at all the homegrown players for the Red Sox. Yeah, those guys were great. But they still had to go buy chunks of big-time assets to get over the top. The Cubs, the, the Astros bringing in Justin Verlander and rolling the dice on that big salary. You look at the Red Sox, number of free agents that they'd brought in through the years. Yes, you had a nice nucleus. Same thing with the Raiders. You're banking on all of these guys to become stars and that you're going to get all the free agency right? I ain't buying. That's why they're the worst team in the NFL. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.